0: Welcome to Blue Notes On Air. Join us as we chat with experts, analysts and commentators from the Asian region about business, culture and economics. Once you're clear on who your customer is, how do I make sure that whatever my product or service is, is evolving with their needs? Today, ANZ's Jared Florian and TCS's Chief Operating Officer, NG Subramaniam, chat about the cloud, AI and giving customers what they want. We hope you enjoy
1: the discussion. Customer experience is quite topical, right? um, It'll be interesting to know what is your approach to customer experience and uh, what kind of technologies and techniques that you have used, because it ties in with the segment of one or mass personalization. So
0: you've yeah. started with a, a very important point for me anyway, and customer experience, I think it's important for all of us. Clearly it's something that no matter what uh, role we play in an organisation or what industry we're in. But I I do think, particularly for IT, one of the, um, I guess, mantras is being very clear on who our customer is. So that customer experience, you can go in lots of different directions, we can talk about digital apps and cool technology and everything else, but I think at the very heart of it, it is about firstly being very clear on who our customer is, internal or external, and that can be a, a purist debate. But then once you're clear on who your customer is, how do I make sure that I've got the right sensors in place to be constantly getting feedback on their changing requirements and making sure that whatever my product or service is, is evolving with their
1: needs? And um, your approach to artificial intelligence, the role of artificial intelligence, and the role of people interacting with machines, how do you actually you know, um, work with some of these emerging technologies. And your own experience of, you know, um, putting algorithms or machine learning and deep learning at ANZ or elsewhere. I think, and what are the learnings? That could be uh, very useful for us. So, so again, from um,
0: uh, embracing technologies that are going to make a difference, clearly, and AI, we can go very broad topic there, but the role of automation in our organization, it's been part of what we do, I guess, behind the scenes to provide a better service. We recognize we need to be moving faster in that area. We have, if I think about just chatbots within the bank, lots of people experimenting with chatbots. I think we had in excess of 16 little pilot projects happening around the place, which is great. You want people to be curious. You want people to be innovating. The challenge is they won't get to scale. Unless we can consolidate effort and build um, a certain element, I guess, of enterprise capability. So, what we've done by building a team, building a domain actually, that are, are focused around business automation integration, which includes things like digital assistant, it includes things like um, basic document digitization, but also the role of APIs and so forth, is try to think about how we will build out that factory. So that instead of embedding a little bit of automation in lots of separate projects, but never getting repeatability and never getting to scale, we can have an environment where different projects can basically go to the automation app store, if you like, and pull things out that they can use in their projects, but we get better as an organization. So trying to get more of that repeatability in there. So whether it's uh, things that we're looking at from a machine learning combined with digitization, um, so for example, how do we ingest documents that have to be paper-based? Uh, for example trade documents with our customers that have multiple signatories how do we ingest that digitize it but then use machine learning and ocr technologies to get better and better at the checks that take place on those documents still having people involved in the process but perhaps less than previously
1: now personally i believe that you know the automation leads to scale it's about creating scale Um, But having said that, look, there is always this people element in it and uh, there are a lot of doubtful starters in terms of saying that, look, is my job is going to be up in the air, right? So how do you, you know, cope with some of this and what's, um, when, as you adopted some of the artificial intelligence or algorithm based developments, how did you deal with it within your organization?
0: So that's, again, it's a, it's a broad topic. There's a few things. Firstly, um, the conversation we always have is wanting to make sure that people recognize, firstly, there are a number of changes that are happening outside of, of ANZ. And when it comes to technology and machines, we know that technology or machines have been replacing what people do for 100 years of years. So it's not a, a new concept. When I bring it down to very specifics within the technology organization, you know, um, my career began fixing physical servers, uh, sitting in data centres. The role of cloud means that that particular function isn't as required and nor is it particularly rewarding. If something can do it far better, I'd much rather be working on a a project that's closer to the customer than sitting in the data centre. So when it comes to individual career development within technology or within operations, again, it's about how do I personally or how does my team add value and that value is not necessarily doing that same repetitive task again and again if something else can do it. So there is an element of bringing people along on the journey. I think there are, though, are those, some additional pieces that we can do differently. And a simple example, not so simple, but I think certainly uh, one that we're quite proud of in its very early days is thinking about reskilling. Because I think one of the consequences of the rate of change that we now have within all industries is that we all kind of read the stories that the kids of today will go through multiple careers. what's well, great for my kids who are at university or finishing university. But what about the rest of us and how do we think about you know, our career development at different stages? So we're looking at some reskilling programs at the moment, um, which are literally taking people who have a non who do not have a technical history, but potentially building a level of technical skill which will enable them to pursue a career or a different career to the one that they've currently been doing. Um, This is a conversation that we're not just having within ANZ, but also having with various um, vendor partners and other industry groups. And I think it will be increasingly a requirement for us as a a country.
1: Excellent. And I think, you know, you alluded to cloud. And, um, you know, a lot of us, um, you know, they have their own cloud journey and the concept of a private cloud? Should I go for a private cloud? Should I go for a public cloud? Or should I go for a hybrid cloud? When do I choose one against the other? And ANZ, you know, um, my understanding is that, look, you know, you have tried many of this. You're one of the early adopters of the cloud technology. And um, you've done some uh, initial things with Google and then Azure and many things. So where are you with that cloud journey? And what are the learnings of uh, when do you go to private cloud? When do you go to, you know, let's say, an uh, uh, Amazon, right, or uh, Azure?
0: Yeah, look, I think, um, and our journey at ANZ probably hasn't moved as quickly as perhaps we would have liked to be to be very open, uh, and some of that can be internal restrictions, some of that can also be external. Clearly, we're a highly regulated. Uh, industry, and there is um, a a role there to be played to make sure that the direction that we're taking around cloud is in line with where the regulators would like us to be. And the good news is that over the last couple of years, both internally and externally, things have continued to evolve. So I would say that the journey we are probably more about to embark on versus the one that we have been on is fairly clearly around extending our enterprise into the cloud. I know there's different views around, are you all in and you are going to close data centers and so forth? Um, Different organisations have got a different strategy. Our view is that we would like to extend our enterprise, which means that we will still have data centres, we will still have infrastructure sitting behind the firewall, and we would like to be able to extend that into the cloud to make use of whether it's platform, infrastructure, software as a service, doesn't matter, but make sure that we're in a position to use far more of the capability that is being provided. Clearly, like many organisations, we have a lot of environments that are less likely to be easily modernised. So we don't simply say let's move the entire environment, let's look at workloads, let's make some sensible decisions both commercially and technically, and let's also start to think about guiding principles for the new applications that we're delivering. Clearly, if you're starting from scratch today, you go and have a look at the Forbes Fintech 50, those organisations are 100% in the cloud. So there's something in there about depending on the type of app you're building, the type of service you're building, there is clearly a role for cloud to play. There is also a reality given the environment that we we have and continue to operate. Thank you for listening to Blue Notes on Air. Blue Notes on Air was produced by the Blue Notes editorial team with music by Kevin McLeod.